Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. Eternals, the latest movie from the popular culture powerhouse that is Marvel Studios, is a complicated picture. Based on the work of prolific comic creator Jack Kirby, this project cherry-picks not only from the original series, but substantially from subsequent work on the title from other creators, notably Neil Gaiman. This film is a significant departure from previous Marvel Cinematic Universe works. That's mostly a positive. While Marvel has established a successful formula for its projects, that formula has resulted in a certain similarity between its offerings. Eternal swerves into its own territory. It still connects to the rest of the MCU. The Eternals are powerful extraterrestrials who were brought to Earth centuries ago by omnipotent beings called the Celestials. The Celestials tasked the Eternals with protecting humans from creatures known as Deviants. But their mandate included the stipulation not to interfere with Earth history beyond defending against those specific enemies. The Eternals will return to their home planet, Olympia, when the Deviant threat is ended. The film picks up in modern day. The Eternals haven't seen a Deviant in centuries and have scattered across the globe, retreating into human disguises. They are compelled to gather again, following an attack on several of them by a Deviant in London. But can they reunite and unravel the mystery of the Deviant's sudden return in time to save Earth from destruction? Part of what makes this a complicated movie is the large cast. It's an ensemble picture that suffers from not being able to fully develop its many characters. But it is populated with great performers headlined by Gemma Chan, Richard Madden, Angelina Jolie, Salma Hayek, Kit Harrington, Kamal Nanjiani, Leah McHugh, Brian Tyree Henry, Lauren Ridloff, Barry Keoghan, and Ma Dong Suk. The supporting cast includes Harish Patel, Haz Sleeman, and young Esai Daniel Cross. The cast is truly wonderful. No particularly outstanding performances, but the actors themselves are all good enough to make any questionable material seem believable. Chloe Zhao does an exceptional job with the directing chores. I admire her use of actual physical locations in this age of shooting before a green or blue screen for an effects-driven picture such as this. There is an authentic look and feel to much of what she's put on screen. Yet another example of Marvel hiring a relatively unknown talent who elevates themselves by the work they produce. Zhao also co-wrote the screenplay along with Patrick Burley and Ryan and Kaz Furpo. The screenwriters have threaded together a complex tale with numerous characters and made it, for the most part, manageable. In many ways, the movie is all over the place. The disjointed feel comes from the number of main characters and the regular flashback sequences. The final act delivers, although it isn't enough to redeem the film's shortcomings. There are some milestone moments for Marvel as they introduce their first openly gay character and same-sex couple. And there is a scene in which two main characters enjoy a moment of sexual intimacy, which has been unheard of in an MCU picture up until now. Yet another way this film distinguishes itself. One wonders if this more mature direction will continue for other Phase 4 movies. Talented composer Ramin Javadi provides a high-quality musical score that ends up being one of the better elements of the film. 
With a runtime of 2 hours and 37 minutes, it is exceptionally long in comparison to other MCU pictures, but it is well paced. It's rated PG-13 for action, adventure, and drama. Unlike most Marvel films, I wouldn't describe it as a movie that is exactly kid-friendly. I think the rating is pretty much dead on. Take children younger than 13 at your own risk. Despite its convoluted narrative, I enjoyed the movie. As a fan of the comic book source material, I loved the usual Easter eggs that were included. You may expect two post-credit sequences. Don't get out of your seat too early. While I found it a satisfying movie-going experience, the convoluted story and problematic early acts detracted from what the filmmakers were attempting. An ambitious offering that doesn't quite achieve its objective. Two stars out of four. Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. Fantastic Forum airs from 4 to 5 p.m. on Saturdays on WERA 96.7 FM in Arlington, Virginia.